0: everyone, it is Dave and Jeff. It is July 12th, 2022. Who's the most annoying people on social media? (laughs) Locally or nationally?
1: Uh, Locally. Oh, that's a good one.
0: God dang it. I wish you would have given me a heads up before you just threw that one at me. All right, who who jumps to your mind that made you ask the question? I'll, I'll tell you what drives me fucking nuts in this town. Okay.
1: Is when we've done things, right? Like we do things. There's certain things that we do amongst our group. And then other people grab them and act like it was their idea. Yeah. And especially when it's people that cry the blues about this show, makes me want to fucking call them out and be like, hey, fuck you. The first thing that started, and I don't know if it was me, I'm pretty sure it was about 95% me. Okay. But Costa picked up on it really quick, and it started by doing it on the morning show at 1360. And it would be anytime Mike would make a point and talk baseball or do whatever, we would say on the show, Thanks, Peter Gammons. Yeah. And the key to that was trying to find the most obsolete guy because Mike's laugh is amazing. And if I could get Mike to really laugh, yeah. Then you and I would laugh and it was fun. So. It was always just trying to be some random guy that maybe just the three of us knew, maybe a, a small circle knew, and then it carried over to Twitter, and now people do it all day long, and they beat it into the goddamn do you ground. Not, do you
0: not? Does it bother you, or do you look at it like, hey, I created that? Uh, it's funny. It's just. <laughs> does it? I mean, really, does it bother you, or do you? No. Do you, here's do you, the one that I know what bothers you. You bothers you when they don't play the game right.
1: Yes, but Mud's the worst at it. Mud's the absolute worst, but I love Mud, so he's so stupid. He'll do <laughs> hockey. He'll do Don Cherry a thousand yeah. different times. The one that pissed me off that I saw last night are people that bitch and cry the blues about this show and do the picture game. The picture game started me 100% with a picture that was taken at the Fox Sports Studios yeah. with me, Dave, and Steve Garvey. Yeah. And it was the anniversary of that yeah. and I was going to post the picture and I knew, knowing you as well as I do, I was like, you know, if I, if I cut Dave out,
0: not all the way. Out, yeah, but you could but, tell I was there, but you, not yes. exactly that, that maybe 95% of me is gone. Yeah.
1: yeah. It started
0: where yeah, the funny. first
1: time I did it, Yeah, it was just like half your face Yeah, and I kept you in and. And then I tag Garv. Garv was on Twitter and yeah. Instagram. Hey, Garv, thanks again for coming on <laughs> That's the show. best
0: part is that we include Garvey in it.
1: Yes. And then each year since, you get further yes. and further out of the picture. Yes. There's a handful of people that get it, look forward to it, and we do it. Yesterday, I'm goofing around on social media. Yeah. And I look, and people have started doing that which is fine. We don't own any trademark no, on
0: it. I'm with you on this one, though. But yeah. it,
1: but it's when it's people that talk shit about us yes. and then do it, it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, do you have anything original?
0: Can you do it? Which, I mean, it's not anything. where I get bothered by when it comes to the show is people that if they don't want to pay for Patreon, fine. But don't give me shit on, hey, you right. better hurry up and upload this. Like, hey, "Hey, I got to drive tomorrow. Hey, you got And then I'm like, you know what? Now I'm going to wait because (laughs) it gets old. That's what I mean. Uh, It's like, hey, it's 630 in the morning on a Friday. How how come it's not up? I got shit to do. I got to go to work today. Fuck those. Or I'm driving to Phoenix on Saturday. This thing better be ready to go.
1: It'll be up by Tuesday.
0: Good Lord. You know, but it's five fucking dollars. It's five dollars.
1: Well, the people for Patreon are great. Well, the people that that
0: Uh, don't get Patreon are the ones complaining.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, the Patreon people who get this tonight, yeah. I love them because little things that I miss, because I subscribe, yeah. I get it, Yeah, but little things that I miss, I never look at the description. And there was always a typo or there's something that yeah. happens. The other day, the intro music wasn't on there.
0: It wasn't on for five goddamn minutes and everything was fixed. No typos, no intro music back. But But on the original one... No, no, on the original, for five minutes, and then everything was changed. No, but but but, I'm
1: saying, the first one that went out had a typo, and there was no intro music. Yeah, and
0: it was gone, but it was replaced in five minutes. I got it. I mean, I'm just saying... That's how fast people listen to this goddamn show. And that, but that kind of stuff, I did. And you know what I did? I deleted the fucking show. So if you started listening five minutes in, and you had time to rip me, you all of a sudden, you're like, what happened to my show? I took it off. (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Now you're like, what the now, hell? Now you got to worry about the fast forwarding and all that shit to get to where you uh-huh. were, you asshole. Now,
1: see, that stuff I love. Because when they catch it, it's all yeah. it's all inside. Fine.
0: You guys got to remember, I can't see shit. Unless you I think? got these goddamn glasses on, I can't see.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I have a request. Yeah. So, the other day, I was very concerned about our friend Erica. Because she had written on social media, I'm not your dumb blonde. So I wrote to her because I thought, wait, did somebody insult her because she's family? So I wrote to her and I said, hey, did somebody, was somebody rude to you? Did somebody call your name? Do something, right? She goes, no, no, no. She goes, it's a Lizzie McGuire reference.
0: Oh, I didn't even know that.
1: And I go, oh, I go, that's Dave's movie. Yeah. And she said, will you please ask Dave on my behalf to tell the Lizzie McGuire story? (laughs) And I said, yeah. So I bitched
0: Does about it. Does she people. know it or not know it? She just not knows there's really. a story there.
1: She knows there's a story there. I think a lot of people have heard the stepmom story, but they haven't heard the yeah. Lizzie McGuire story. And they both sitting with me crying. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then she said, hey, if you're doing a movie, yeah, movie night again, book it for Lizzie McGuire. Oh and let's God. see if Dave could keep his shit together. But oh, g- tell people the story. I,
0: have you ever seen the movie? Never seen it. Okay, I don't recommend you see it. I mean, it, the movie is not great, okay? But the storyline, how it got to this whole thing with Lizzie McGuire, I would have no desire to watch this movie. It was one of those nights where your parents know where either a kid doesn't feel good and he can't sleep. And what are you going to do? Hey, fucking work it out. I'll see you when the sun comes up. You know, you, you get up with your kid. It was Jake. And how old was like is four.
1: he? He's like four. He's like four. I was three. thinking he was even
0: like three. He might have been like three. I don't know. I got to assume when that movie came out. But he was young. I mean, yeah. he, he was small. Yeah. He was young. and Younger than five. Yeah, he was younger than five for sure, but it was one of those didn't feel good, and I'm and every, any parent knows nothing worse than even as an adult you don't want to get woken up in your sleep. Right, you know you you start counting the hours. Okay, if I fall asleep right now, how well am I going to function the next day? So, middle of the night, Jake doesn't feel good. We go downstairs, I let Rita sleep. And hey, man, I'm watching this goddamn movie. He's is one of those where I'm sitting on the couch behind him. He's sitting on the floor watching right in front of the TV. You okay. know.
1: I thought it was an L-shaped couch and you guys were next to each other. No, he
0: was, he was sitting in front of me, but I was sitting like in the, where the L-shaped ca- couch meets like in that corner. Okay. And I'm sitting there watching this movie and it's Lizzie McGuire is in high school and she mm. goes to Italy to, uh, with her class. Okay. And of course, in Italy, there's a famous person that looks just like Lizzie McGuire, but she has dark hair.
1: <laughs> okay. So
0: Hilary Duff has blonde hair, she has dark hair, but they look exactly the same. And the one who has dark hair is a world famous singer. Okay. okay. And has a partner in the whole deal. And uh she's with her class and they realize, you know, wait a second, there's a they kind of look the same, but Lizzie McGuire, of course, can't sing. You know, she's not famous. Of course. And I'm watching this whole thing, and it all ends up where, of course, Lizzie Maguire's gonna have to sing. Okay. Oh boy. And she's set up to fail. She's set up to fail because the guy that sings with the dark haired Lizzie McGuire wants his own solo career and he wants her to bomb. So everyone can see she sucks and he's great. Okay. Well, it backfires, okay? And so Lizzie McGuire gets up there. That guy is the one who's been faking the singing the whole time like Millie Vanilli. Lizzie McGuire with her blonde hair, nervous as shit. Her whole class is watching. And she hits it out of the park at the end of the movie, okay? Singing, this is what dreams are made of. And I'm watching this shit, and I'm like, not even realizing it. And Jake turns around, and he looks at me. Are Are you you fucking crying? He didn't say fucking. Are you crying? Yeah. I'm not crying. And then I touch my cheek and I'm like, holy shit. I think I'm crying. Like tears are running down my face. And I'm like, he goes, what's your, like, he didn't say what's your deal, but he was so disappointed. I was his dad at that point. Like, dude, it's a movie. Like what the fuck's your problem? It's a Disney movie. And I'm like, I don't, maybe I'm just dead tired. Like I couldn't figure out why I'm tearing up. And then I was like, Lizzie did it. She did it. She impressed everybody. You know, she wins. And he's like, I'm going to bed. And just like left me on the couch while yeah. these fucking credits are rolling. And I'm watching this d- dumb Disney movie, the Lizzie McGuire movie. Now I wasn't joking when I said I have that song on my phone. I a hundred percent have the song on my phone. Yeah. Because it's become part of this stupid show. And it's embarrassing as hell. We used to talk about this when you and I did yes. ESPN 800.
1: No, we it was, did it at KFNB one night.
0: Oh my God. We've been talking about the show forever. I mean, the, KFNB, this story for 20 years.
1: My, It's my favorite. One of my favorite bits we ever did. Because it goes back to KFNB when we were doing the night show. And it's when we used to get like 10 pay-per-views to give away. And I swear it was for a Tyson fight. (laughs) I think it was for Tyson, Lennox, Lewis. And it was your opportunity to get your guy card back. Yeah. You had to call and tell the movies that you cried during. That's right. Al Horton, radio voice of the Wolves told the story, I believe it was Fried
0: Green Tomatoes. Yeah, it was. And 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 I've seen that movie probably eight times, and I still can't figure out where Alan cried.
1: He said he cried during that. Yeah. But then the one that was my favorite was a guy called in, and he said he had gone on a ski trip with his girlfriend. They're at a cabin at Mammoth. He starts watching Steel Magnolias. She goes upstairs to bed. Yeah. Movie gets going, the whole deal. I've never seen that movie. I've seen it, yeah. Somebody dies, right, at the end, Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts, yeah. So Julia Roberts dies, and the guy said, similar to your story with Jake, he's there on the couch, and the drama of the movie is, he is pretty much snapped out of the dream because he hears his girlfriend say to him very loudly... Are you crying?
2: (laughs) And he said
1: he realized he was on the couch with his knees pulled up to his chest. Remember this? Yes. With a blanket around his legs, sobbing. And he said, yeah, I got busted by my girlfriend at the ski trip. I wonder if they're still together. So I said to him, that's amazing. Hang on. I've got a pay-per-view for you. He goes, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I just wanted to tell the story.
0: He turned it down. It was just therapy. So. It was just therapy. Do you remember Brian Wilson's, what his choice was? No. It was American Anthem. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like Mitch Gaylord.
1: Mitch Gaylord.
0: And. uh, Wayne Gretzky's wife. Yeah. She was okay. Yeah. I never saw that movie. I didn't either. I don't think many people saw that movie. But he cried during that one. He cried when Mitch Gaylord got the yeah. gold. Yeah, a lot of people say they cried during Brian's song. I, Brian's song was great. Yeah, that one didn't make me cry. Yeah, that one. Of course did, not. That, you
1: like when people die? <laughs> that's not
0: true. I he cried during the champ. You would.
1: You I cried during the
0: champ. Uh, I did during the champ with with Ricky Schroeder uh, and John Voight. It was funny. My son said to me the I other day, "I was like day, five. I was balling, dude, in that theater. Couldn't believe it. Wake him up. Like John Voight." <laughs> Now that I know John Boyd, good. Five, five years
1: good. to the day before his career died. He died <laughs> as the champ. Uh, yeah, the other day I posted on social media when Pauly died from yeah. Sopranos. Yeah. And a friend of mine's mother wrote, Pauly Shore? <laughs> Does it look like Pauly Shore? Pauly Shore What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I posted Paulie's
0: picture. He's like almost 80. Wasn't he like 79 years old? Yeah. With the sideburns? Isn't Pauly Shore like 53?
1: If what would, Pauly, what would Pauly have said
0: if somebody asked if he's Pauly Shore? He wouldn't know who he was. Who the fuck's Pauly Shore? He would have known. What, do you want a smack? Yeah, you want one?
1: <laughs> right up your head? How
0: old do you think Pauly Shore is? i got to look that up. Oh, shit. 60? God, dude. Polly Shore is one of those guys in the history of TV. Like, how in the fuck? Right. Because his parents owned the comedy 54. store. 54. That's it? Yeah, 54.
1: Uh, my son said to me. The Weasel. Yeah,
2: The Weasel. <laughs> uh, if you would have asked me
1: his nickname, no way I would have got it. Um, yeah, my son talked to me and said, hey, you know, when we're doing movie night, we can't watch My Dog Skip.
0: I was like, oh, that movie killed me. No chance. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm done with any dog movie. Right. Dog movies aren't good. No. And you're crazy if you see that, a dog movie more than once.
1: Yeah. You're with no you dude. sick fuck?
0: <laughs> you are.
1: Yeah. But, all right. Marley well, and good. me.
0: Fuck that, dude. I'm not no seeing that. Way. I saw it once. Why would you ever see Marley and me more than once?
1: No. I think for the next movie night, what we should watch is Kansas City Bomber, <laughs> where Raquel Welch plays the Sing A Mom roller derby queen. Yay. How about that?
0: What year did that movie come out? I don't know. I own it. Do you really? Yeah, I got that. I don't Dude, know. It came out in 1972. It That's did. It's 50 years old.
1: Oh, shit. Let's have a, the gala. <laughs> Is she from La Jolla High?
0: She I worked she, at Channel 8? Did she really? Yeah. I knew she, was, uh, I knew she had a connection to San Diego. I didn't know. I thought she was a San Diego State person.
1: Oh, that might be. Did she go to Helix? I'll tell you. I she, think she went to La Jolla.
0: Great looking. 81 years old. Oh, my God. Amazing. Right. How many times has she been married, do you think? I have no idea. Four times. Nipsey Russell. <laughs> red Buttons. James Welch is when she got married first, 1959. Okay. That, that lasted five years. Then who? Patrick Curtis. That asshole. I don't know. He was, he was married to her when Kansas City Bombers came out. All right. Andre Weinfeld. That was 1980 to 1990. And Richard Palmer. From 99 to 2004. She's about a five-year window. Well, she'll stay with you. It's fine with me. That's all you need? That's all I need. It's
1: fine. Looks good on the resume.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she was born in Chicago. Um, there you, yeah, there you go. Let me see if I can find that. I think uh, she
1: went La Jolla High.
0: Family moved to San Diego, California when she was young. Attended Pacific Beach, Presbyterian Church every Sunday. I don't know. Young girl. Let's see here. La Jolla High. Yeah. There you go.
1: New a little Raquel Trivia. There you go. But
0: anyways. Looks great. Yeah, it looks great. You're right. She uh she was a weather forecaster at KFMB. How about that shit?
1: The original
0: Aloha Taylor. She was
1: Hey, somebody keeps
0: asking me what happened with Chrissy Russo. What happened to Chrissy Russo? I don't know. she think she's, not she's on, off
1: of Fox Five
0: in the morning. Is that true? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I didn't know that. I never watched Fox Five. I've never home. Why 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 is it that um everybody hates Raul? Everybody hates Raul. I don't think you and I hate Raul. Do you hate him? Don't, never had a bad experience with him. When you no. and I used to go in there, he was always nice to us. He was great
1: and yes. a lot of fun. We talked to USC football. Yeah. When COVID hit, I think Raul lives in the kind of East County, like yep. Poway, Rancho Bernardo, that area yep. up there. And the way I understand it, I never saw it, but the way I got it from pretty good sources was Raul and his family went out for takeout. I feel like it was a Panda Express. Okay. And there was a guy that may not have been masked up or hadn't done something. So then Raul went on social media, made kind of a stink about it, and a lot of people felt like he tried to get the kid fired. Yeah. And then there are people that feel like Raul's always
0: looking for free things on social media. Oh, boy.
1: I don't know. He was always
0: cool to us. How long has Chrissy Russo been missing? Do you know? It says here people have been complaining since April. April? Since April, they've been complaining she hasn't been around.
1: Wow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we don't know anybody over there.
0: No. I knew her when she was at, um, when it was Fox 6.
1: When she came out, she came out when we we would go over there and... Do live hits on the back yeah. lot. Was that for? It
0: was five. That was Fox five.
1: Yeah, but was that for 1090? I don't know. 1090. Remember. 1090
0: or 1360, I don't remember.
1: And so Raul would come out. Yeah, he was nice to us. Great dude. Uh, Chrissy Russo came out. Yeah. was yep. great. Brad. Brad. Brad was great. And Shally wouldn't say shit. Wouldn't say shit. Just Shally's a got a big big terrible. Disappointment. Disappointment. Yeah, because I liked her. Yeah. But she's got a
0: terrible reputation yeah, over there. She's earned it, it sounds like. Amongst co-workers. Yeah, well, amongst us as a guest. Again, we were in there multiple times. Didn't even acknowledge the fact we, everyone else said hello to us. Yeah. Yep. There you go. But you regret it now, Shally, we, as we're talking shit. Yeah, now what? <laughs> <laughs> Who has the open mic now, Shally? Damn it, Shally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I don't know what happened to Russo.
1: They okay. said she, uh, the rumor that I heard was that she may have said something on a radio
0: show. But that's unconfirmed. Really? Yeah. Your friend Katie Temple. Does Katie, Katie used to work with her at Fox 6 at the time? Yeah. They, were, they worked at the same station. They didn't work completely different shifts. Chrissy was on in the morning. Let me tell you something about Temple. Does Katie yeah. sing? What, she say anything bad about anybody? She won't say anything. That's
1: disappointing. But maybe pour a few drinks in her. <laughs> old school. Some of that. What do you think? She's little from. Little Truths room? Yeah. yeah. She's from Merced. Yeah. What do you think kids in Merced did? Probably smoke clothes behind old man Murphy's. And then a uh, little nip of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. Yeah, she is, she's is a pretty good. Uh,
0: she's quiet about her coworkers, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's disappointing.
1: It's really disappointing. I thought you meant could she actually? No, sing? no, no.
0: Did she sing like tell tell uh, what's going on? No one know. Yeah, you and I sing. Yeah, you know.
1: Oh yeah, we'll tell you anything yeah. you want to know.
0: <laughs> it's like
1: a roast. Jeffrey Ross is like Jesus Christ. Calm down. <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell you anything. I don't care. Um. But, yeah, that's the thing, Chrissy Russo. So we got to do a little searching around. Okay. I'll find out what
0: the story is before Sunday. Yeah, I'm curious to know. The only one I know over there is Kathleen. She's yeah. not going to tell us She's not going to say shit. God damn it, Kathleen. <laughs> She's <laughs> not going to say anything. What if I make a – I love Kathleen's dog, Ryder. Yeah.
1: I always tell her, Ryder is my favorite part of social media. So maybe if I'm like, hey, how's Ryder doing? Hanging out at the beach. By the way, what happened
0: with Russo? <laughs> Just drop it in.
1: Yeah, all their, I don't right. Yes, all the other people we knew that worked over there are gone.
0: I wonder who's doing weather right now. That that's funny. A lot of these TV people we used to know really well. We don't we know a lot of them. It's it's weird because TV and I mean we talk about every format. Radio, TV, and newspapers have changed so dramatically over the yeah. last five to ten years. Even more so, it seems like every day.
1: I was I was talking about this with a buddy the other day. Because he was saying, uh, it was a little bit about Leitner. I think it it started talking about Ted and getting into the Padres Hall of Fame and being able to come in at the time when we did and how challenging it must be for anybody young right now. And I said, when we started in 98 and then left KFMB because we wouldn't break the union in 02, First thing I did after that was they flew me to Chicago and I did a couple of shows for Sporting News Radio. Yeah. Did National. Then we came back and fill in the blanks, right? Wherever. But we got to do ESPN LA, right?
0: Yep. And then we did... We did Sporting News in LA too.
1: Sporting News Radio we did in LA, right? Yep. And then at one point... I got a chance to do shows for Sirius XM and AFN. You and I did. You were college, doing
0: UFC stuff, MMA. UFC, yep. Yep.
1: Sold a show to AFN, went to March Air Force Base, negotiated that. That was pretty cool. And then SiriusXM XM with Steve Cohen, who runs the place, was yep. great. Negotiated that on my own. And then, uh, and then you and I got to do Fox College Football Saturday for a year. Yeah. And so I was saying to this buddy of mine, I'm like, Dude, I'm pretty stoked. Like Dave and I checked a lot of boxes. Dave did a ton for ESPN Radio. Yep, we did Fox Saturday. Dave was on Sirius XM, and I—I I don't know. Maybe right now, if if you're on any of the local stations, ten ninety, thirteen sixty, or ninety seven three, you go, hey man, that's it. But we were always looking to say, uh, market seventeen isn't all we want to do. And then I remember when
0: I first went to, well, you and I, when we were doing the, the Fox show, the mm-hmm. national show for a year yeah. and the college football show was just part of it, but we were doing the Fox Dave and weekend. Jeff show Fox weekend show. The money was good enough for you and I didn't want to mm-hmm. do the 1360 morning show. Correct. And we actually said, no, we aren't interested. And they asked us, will you please go to the San Diego market again and do yeah. the 1360 show? My kids were young. Yeah, we're working seven days a week. And, I mean, you hear, I think, Rich and Steve do it now. Uh, Steve, at least. Okay. And yeah. so, at the time, we're like, dude, we're fine with the weekends. The money's good enough. We don't need to <laughs> yeah. work Monday through Friday. Yeah. And then, uh, but they, the, a guy we like a lot who ran Fox Sports Radio asked us to help who, out Brian we, Long.
1: Yeah, Bruce Gilbert. Yeah. Great dude, who we love. Um, but, yeah, then they were like, uh, do you want to go to Atlanta? And my wife couldn't practice law in Georgia. Yeah. Because California barred.
0: So we were going to go where Fricky is. Fricky actually took the job when we turned it down. CBS Radio in Atlanta in the morning. Yeah. We have to wear a suit every day. Uh, I don't think John does. Everyone wears a suit every fucking day in that building. John's wearing a suit.
1: No, I follow John on social media.
0: He never has a suit on. I'm telling you, those guys, well, unless they got a new PD now. But I'm telling you, you got to wear a suit. That was part of the deal. And then, Can you imagine wearing a suit for a radio show? No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even own a suit. I don't know. I'd
1: have to go to Men's Fashion Depot down there with that guy. With that, that fake guy. accent.
0: With that guy. You think he has a fake
1: accent? Complete fake. Guy went to uh, Steel Canyon. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then it was to the last one. 1090 was great. Bill and Kaplan and those guys were cool. <laughs> And 1090 sucked. What are you talking about? No, but I'm saying just recently when Bill Hagen and Kaplan came and said, hey, do you want to come back and do 1090? They were super cool to us. Just wasn't the right deal. It wasn't
0: a radio show. It was a harder podcast is what it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, we weren't doing that, but they were great. I mean, they basically wanted us to do this show at two o'clock in the morning. And then send it to New York and have have them replay it. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. And I don't know how they're doing... Is that how they're still doing it? Dude, it's a fucking joke. And then you're going to pay for advertising in the Union Tribune that Jim Rome is back? On delay? Jim Rome runs on delay.
1: Hey, they're in Carlsbad Magazine. (laughs) That's a big
0: fucking deal. What a disaster. It's like fucking... They're in like year three with a 0.0. They're irrelevant as fuck. I never even have them programmed on my radio. I've never listened to the new 1090.
1: But... The point of that being is that Bill and Scott were cool. They were not
0: nice guys with a terrible idea, and it's proven to be a terrible idea, and it's failing miserably every fucking day.
1: Which we saw and said, me, at that point, I was like, I'm not doing this. Yes. And then the last one uh, was San Francisco, but I wasn't moving to San Francisco or going up there for, I think it was go up there for two weeks. And where did Rosie work? Not KNBR. Yeah, what's the the other I
0: don't remember. The game? I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one. No, I can't come up. Good luck finding parking and don't be late.
0: I don't know anything about Bay Area sports. I would have been dead up there. I'm not going to talk. You would have been fine. I'm going to talk Giants. We just opened the show. Montana or Young, which one would you like? Who do you like,
1: Bubba? (laughs) But all of that just was saying... Like, Dave, I don't know. If you and I come in today yeah. at the same age that we were when we started at KFMB, I don't know that any of those
0: opportunities, sporting news radio doesn't exist. No. And none of them are doing well. You know that, right? Yeah. I mean, none of them are doing well. ESPN doesn't do well. Fox doesn't do well. None of them do well. None of the nationals, none of the locals do well anywhere. It's, it just doesn't. It, oh, my God. It doesn't. Trent Grisham's my least favorite Padre. I'm just going to tell you as he just dropped that ball. Shithead. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. you gonna got to replace you today. Old glove. And then you get a chance to play, and you fucking drop a ball. Good job. <laughs> anyway, so, so if you watch the podcast, you can know exactly what, what the fuck we talked. We just said. Look at this. Tracks just, it. Just cruises, cruises. Oh, I'm going to drop that.
1: Oh, fuck. Look at the bullpen. Fuck!
0: <laughs> Who was the first guy to yell, Jesus Christ, Me? or fuck? <laughs> I'm like the bullpen
1: catcher. Hey, fuck, catch that. Look at Tim Hill. Fuck. That's your ball, too. Jesus. Yeah. I like when they look up at the replay to see if maybe they caught it. You yeah. didn't.
0: Dude, that's one of those, my, my pet peeves. When guys strike out and they look at the picture as they walk back to the dugout. Stop looking at them. Yeah. You fucking struck out. Keep walking. <laughs> Keep walking, you asshole. My deal is, wait, I understand what you're saying. I, we used to say it when we were doing radio and it was the kind of the thing to do. Don't get into this job. It's a tough yeah. job. It's a tough job. Yeah. And now I definitely would recommend don't get into radio. It really will lead to nowhere. It's, it's, it's ending. And just like n- newspapers, you're nuts to think you're going to become a newspaper writer.
1: Well, the funny thing is, I think when we left, I've had this conversation with Ernie, who's with us now at Upper Deck and killing it. Yeah. And another buddy of our, ours who will remain nameless for a couple of weeks, who interviewed up there yesterday. Good.
0: Yeah. And, uh, was it oh, a radio guy? Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, Hitman Hayes? <laughs>
1: that'd be great. I'd take Joe. To, fucking Lozano was in my building two weeks ago and didn't even come by and say hi. Is that right? Love that kid. Uh, Cabana Boy, where's he? <laughs> but uh,
0: I love Jeff Allen. I know. It's just so funny to think that you introduced yourself as Cabana Boy.
1: Dude, they were all... It was Hitman Hayes, right? Was it Party Boy? What was Lozano? Lozano had Lozano had one too. Those guys, they all those three dorks each had it was Hitman Hayes, Cabana Boy Jeff, and then what, what was Lozano's? I don't remember what Lozano was. Dude, those guys I love those guys, man. They're but the point of that, the other thing that I said to this friend of mine was in twenty sixteen, when yeah. we left, we thought they
0: treated us like shit. Yeah. Dave, I think it's gotten worse in the six years that we left. I think anyone that's involved in radio, meaning owning it, is stressing out. I think anybody
1: working in it yeah,
0: is it, stressing out. It, I think both. I think the host and I think at the same time, I think the the people who own it understand that most people who bought into radio are in major debt. Chrissy Russo, by the way, is still on the website. All right. That's okay. good. Uh, so is Victoria Johnson. She's been gone for a year. Where'd she go? I don't know. She's gone.
1: Um, one quick thing for anybody. He doesn't even know I'm doing this. You know what I love in this town? Did you ever know Gary Kelly? Yes. You know Gary? Did yes. you work with him at uh, Channel 6?
0: I don't remember. I probably did.
1: So Gary, throwback San Diego radio guy, old school KCBQ, then was B100. Funniest shit about him is like every Padre move the year Jack Clark came here, I heard from Gary Kelly. Really? Like I'd have B100 on and he would say, Hey, Jack Clark just got traded to the Padres. He was breaking Padre news like crazy, but then he was at channel 10 and um, Fox six doing weather. He's got a new online radio station and he is a very, very good dude. Like some of the guys that have retired, get kind of old and grouchy and bitter and whatever. Gary's just cool as shit. But it's voice of, I think it's voiceofsandiego.com. But I'd like to give him a, a quick little plug, if anybody, just because he's playing all music that you remember.
0: Like from when?
1: 70s, 80s, 90s. That,
0: uh, like he's playing his iPod? Yeah. You
1: just <laughs> just <hang> the voiceofsandiego.com, <laughs> which feels like to me it should be,
0: I thought that's Scott Lewis. Yeah, it is Scott Lewis.
1: Well, Gary's website is the voiceofsandiego.com. But, um yeah, Jimmy Buffett, Kenny Chesney, you're just playing different radio. But you could probably get it online. I don't know that he has an app yet, but dude, I like all the guys that kind of paved the way for us and, and helped us. Not that we dealt with Gary a lot, but
0: really cool dude. So voiceofsandiego.com. That's... Um the voice. I got it. No offense, dude. I got a 70s, 80s, and 90s channel in my car. You, I'm not yourself. logging into shit.
1: You know what's going to happen, Dave, in Go a few ahead.
0: years? Go ahead. What? Gary's going to come fucking knocking at the door pissed off that I just said I'm not wasting my time? Yeah. Okay. A
1: few years from now, when you're doing your fucking sad garage radio show. Go ahead. And some of the young bucks like Elston have a chance to promote it. They're going to be like, fuck Dave. It's all right not doing anything. Craig's just going to be like, you think I'm going to put down my club sandwich <laughs> and promote that asshole? And nobody will blame him.
0: I can't even find Gary Kelly on here. I typed in Gary Kelly, and it comes out CEO of Southwest Airlines.
1: I don't think that's him. No, you, I think that's think a different
0: one. The guy that lives in San Antonio?
1: One quick superpower, and then we could talk whatever you want.
0: All right, I got something I want to bring up to you that I just saw on TV that was crazy. I want Go ahead.
1: To, I want to tell you the superpower that my son hated. Okay. And then he told me later on, he thought about it all day, and he laughed the whole time, and he loved it. So we're at lunch the other day. Yeah. Uh, we're in line. Pyology. You ever go to pyology? No, Get but pizza? I know exactly what it is. Pretty good. So we're in line, and we're talking, and I misunderstood him talking about superpowers. And I said, did you just say we'd have the ability to point your finger, and when I asked him, he said no, and then I explained it to him, and he goes, that's pretty good. Dave, the superpower would be that if you went somewhere and people were rude to you, yeah, you could take your finger and just point, and their hot food would immediately go cold. <laughs> now you go, okay, that doesn't make much sense, right? Yeah, but the line
0: that I dropped on bad, him. That's a bad movie.
1: The line that I dropped on him that he texted me the next day and said, this is so stupid and I can't stop laughing. What I said to him was, oh, grilled cheese? Try chilled cheese. <laughs> and he goes, that's so stupid. And I don't even want to tell people I'm related to you. <laughs> and he goes, I go, just tell somebody. Oh, you were a dick to me? Yeah, enjoy your chilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> and he goes, I don't even know why I laughed this at that. This would be it's the a, worst movie of all right? time. Now, hang on. You go to a nice steakhouse like Morton's? Yeah. Hey, enjoy those garlic mashed potatoes. Bullshit. Ice cold. Lobster bisque? Ice cold. Oh, how's that steak? How'd you get it? Medium rare? No. Ice cold. That's all we're going to do. And right now, you're like, I don't like it.
0: But I'm gonna tell you, Dave. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. By it tomorrow so, it's morning, laugh out loud funny as the dumbest thing I've ever heard. By in my
1: tomorrow life. morning you're gonna think about it. Because just think if you're the guy at the table. You can hey, fix
0: all these. It's called a microwave.
1: Not when you're at a restaurant, Dave. What, are they all gonna line up and go in the back in the kitchen? God damn, use your head.
0: God, you're embarrassing yourself. Hey What, what the- what are you talking about at least spider-man solves crimes yeah takes bad guys off the street you just ruined a guy's dinner we just ruined his soup <laughs> great he's so my great my soup is cold great
1: yeah. ah shit again that guy got me again yeah your pizza fucked up yeah i need take chick-fil-a
0: all right, I like this this one better. I like the idea that you're allowed to punch one guy in the face once a year, and if you punch somebody in the face once a year, they should get the attitude like, hey, "I've getting punched more than once by more yeah. than one person without going to jail." I think you pretty much have that now. Do you do you have? Let me ask it. Do you have a buddy that sends you videos that you're like, "What the fuck do you find these videos like?" Yeah, there's a guy that sends you. me. Well, no, well, mine are either off of Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. Someone sent me one today, and they always send me crazy death videos. Like, like I mean, crazy yeah, I know, shit. I don't watch them. Yeah, I got one that was sent to me today. I'm going to tell you, but I'm not going to send it to you. Because literally, I can't watch it more than once. Like, one of those, I wish I didn't see it. Yeah. It was three guys arguing. And someone I know has seen it as a listen to the show. Three guys arguing. One guy has a knife in his hand. And they're walking towards the guy with the knife that wants to fight. Okay. But I'm like, if you just turned and walked away, everything would have been fine. And yeah. he sticks it right in that dude's neck. And Ah. and the artery, there's so much blood so fast that the guy is dead in 10 seconds. He just bleeds out. Who's filming that? Dude, I don't know. I think this is all dark web shit. I don't even know how to get to the dark web. Well, Oh, okay. But the same guy sends me crazy shit, like people getting cut in half by motorcycles, hitting by subways. You just, need to block that guy. I don't need any of that. I get I get the stuff sent to me all the time, but to watch that much blood, I, I was telling Josh, I said, there could be 20 doctors standing right there when it happened. They couldn't have saved the guy. No. It just poured out so fast out I, of his body.
1: I, I like, I, I stopped following... Rex Chapman, because it was just, he repeats everything a thousand times. The blocker charge? But, dude, the blocker charge the other day where the two girls were dancing and the ball hit that girl in the side of the head. Like, what in the (laughs) hell happened here? So I watched that one, but then there's a different one, and I
0: probably shouldn't even promote it,
1: but it's A Thousand Ways to Die. Now, nobody's dying in
0: this. Yeah, I remember they used to have that TV show, A Thousand Ways to Die. And it's not...
1: Nobody's yeah. dying. It's like yeah, snuff
0: not, not films. Yeah,
1: but there was this guy who got on his buddy's shoulders in the pool like a chicken fight, and he stood up on the guy's shoulders and jumped up, and he's coming down. They do it in slow motion, and the Dave he hits this guy's where you go. That had to have broken the dude's neck. Yeah, and I was like, I yeah, yeah. I need to watch this shit.
2: <laughs> I got a life
1: now. The one. I always say I have a life, and then there's Baseball Fight Club that shows all the videos, like the Dodgers Stadium yeah.
0: one the other night. Yeah, those girls fighting? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I watched that a few times. I did, too. And then they got to be able to figure out who that creeper is, right? Right, that guy was creepy. The guy that stuck his finger up the girl? Yeah. Yeah, that was gross.
1: Like, Dodger Stadium's got to figure that out. They got technology yeah. Yeah. in that place. But... um. Yeah, no, I don't need to see. I don't want to watch
0: any of that shit. So I watched this thing today, and and on my DVR I recorded the e Sixties. Okay, okay. And if they're good, I'll stay and watch it. If not, I'll just I'll delete it. But it always automatically records. Like I record real sports with Brent Gumbel. And that sucks Fuck. every month. The last it time. sucks. It sucks. I mean, good damn man, who's producing this shit? Nobody cares about the skydiver that that decided to skydive. Well, he did one too. Like he was in a
1: long run where they kept doing shows like where they were killing animals yeah on there yeah like
0: you the, know the show's dog terrible. fighting yeah. or
1: bull fighting and it was always like showing dogs getting killed or or it was like dude what are we
0: doing yeah nobody You're, wants to watch that two or three always suck sometimes all three suck and they only do one show a month
1: like, just do the feature story on darren pang
0: so watched this show today and i was thinking this one's right up your alley if you get a chance to watch it it's called the great imposter and me okay Okay. And this is, I mean, straight up your alley. So it's it's a, a guy, his name is Barry Brimman. He was an insurance salesman in Detroit. Okay. And um, he tells his buddies playing pickup basketball, hey, the All-Star game's coming to Detroit this year. I'm going to fucking jump on the court and start well, playing during the All-Star game. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And then one guy says, I'll give you 100 bucks if you fucking make, shoot one basket on that floor, at the, the Pontiac Superdome. And then the other guys going, I'll pay you a hundred bucks too. So it's up to like three hundred dollars. Yeah, and he goes to a Pistons, Kansas City Kings game at the time before the move to Sacramento, and he steals yeah. a warm up suit. From what year is this?
1: Like nineteen seventy
0: nine. Seventy nine. Okay. And he steals a Kansas City Kings warm up suit. When
1: little short white guys were still in the league, it's obvious other he doesn't belong the Curry league. This
0: guy's like six three, but he's so short compared to Kareem and Dr. Yeah. J and everyone else on the floor. And sure enough, this fucking guy walks out on the floor and Brett Musburger looks at him and like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the layup line shooting and he, no he got his shots off. He got the money. So all of a sudden he becomes a huge star. Dick Schatt puts him on. Johnny Carson puts him on. And then 79 All-Star game in Seattle. He's out there wearing a full Yankee uniform, shagging flies with Chet Lemon and doing the whole yes. thing. You remember any of this? Yes and he uh he gets busted because he he uh signs, he lines up for the american league team picture yes and someone from the yankees goes that guy's not a yankee and george brett's being interviewed goes, well, the fucking guy would have wore a rangers uniform or indians no one would have busted him <laughs> but he guy shows up in a yankee uniform yeah so he, dude it gets it gets crazy jeff he played in the u.s open through nine holes nine holes in the u.s open with jack nicholas <laughs> And they're showing this shit, and, and Carson, everyone's loving it, okay? Yeah. He ends up on Letterman, does this for years, but in 70, and so it goes on to he was an umpire in the 1980 World Series. <laughs> dude, he's on the fucking field where all the umpires and the managers exchange lineup cards, he's at the vet. <laughs> and dude, he, listen to this shit. He was a referee in the 1981 Super Bowl Raiders and Eagles. Full uh, fuck, he's there on the field. Like, we laugh about our guy, who's was always in the pictures, carrying Tom Landry off the field. Yeah, Dion Rich. Dude, Dion would go. Oh my god! And this fucking guy did this for told like 1990. How did nobody? He the time he got roughed up pretty good. <laughs> he went. He was a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Oh shit! And he had the wig and the makeup. And Dallas yeah. didn't fuck around. Did they jam right in that fucking wall face first? They they Beat rough him up. They rough him up pretty good. Good. And finally, the one that ended it. Okay, the one yeah. that ended it was 1989, 90, and uh, he's at the Emmys. And he goes wow. now for the award for best supporting actress in TV drama from Hill Street Blues, Betty Thomas. And they show the camera's on her, and she's walking towards the stage. And he's all of a sudden holding her Emmy. And he goes, "Betty couldn't be here tonight, but on behalf of Hill Street Blues and Betty, I just want to say thank you very much." And he starts walking off the stage. Oh, and his wife says, "Enough." You know that, that was it. And Dick Shap made him apologize because Dick Shap was trying to help him out this oh, whole shit. thing. But it was. I was fa- apologize? It was yeah. It was fascinating as fuck to watch this guy. I mean, dude, we're talking major events, yes, Super Bowls, World Series, U.S. Opens, and this guy is sitting there doing it all. He's, he was an insurance salesman. He sold life insurance. He I just did this
1: as a, as a lark. I knew Dion. I met Dion through Kevin Kernan. That they were big buddies. Yeah. So then Dion would call me, like once a month. Yeah. Hey, do you want to go to lunch? And Dion would hold these monthly luncheons. Yeah. Like on the border down here in Bonita. I was living in Carlsbad. So it was a pain in the ass for me to come down. But Dion had unbelievable. He would bring the scrapbook. Now, he never did anything like that. Yeah. But he got into everything. And yeah, you see him. Carrying Tom Landry off the field. Amazing. uh, Backstage at the Emmys. The one he would always show me, this is right up your alley. Jeff, you like this one? And it was Dion with Susan Anton. Yeah. And that, but he wrote a book. But, dude,
0: those guys, you just got to be cut from a different thread, right? You got to be a little crazy. I mean, not crazy. But, I mean, dude, I don't have the balls to do any of that. No way. No way is right. No way. And
1: then... Like the NFL, I remember, hosted Dion for like two years to have him kind of tell his secrets on what he did, and then he was a guest. Yeah. And then that was boring for him. Yeah. He was like, Well, there's no energy here. So then he got out of that and kept sneaking in. But he would get into the Golden Globes, that was his big thing. Golden Globes Academy Awards
0: Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But
1: Dion's still alive?
0: Is he really? He has to be in his 90s, doesn't he? Dude, he's at least. Wow. Wow, that's something else. right, great dude. I want to ask you about possible trades, okay? Okay. Some of these rumors are now heating up. We talk about what can the Padres possibly do. The guy that's the most popular name right now between the Dodgers and Padres, which sounds a lot like when Scherzer was on the block, all of a sudden, remember the Padres thought they had him and then the Dodgers stole him. Luis Castillo from from the Reds, who was actually Padre uh, property for a second. Yep. Luis Castillo is the guy. Now here's what's strange to me. The Dodgers, you understand why they would need him. They don't mm-hmm. have Walker Bueller. They don't have a bunch of guys that normally pitch today. They pitch Mitch white. He doesn't belong in the rotation. They need help for the Padres. It sounds ridiculous. But we've also seen A.J. do this before, where well, you didn't need a second baseman, yet you traded last year for all-star second baseman.
1: Other thing, too, with Castillo, is he's under team control for 23, which exactly a lot right. of these guys are not.
0: Exactly. And there's a rumor out there going around that Blake Snell's going to be shipped to Baltimore. Really? Yeah.
1: For who, Trey and Mancini? So,
0: well, that that's possibly is the Mancini would be the guy. Now, it's funny because you look at the Padres, who are now saying Will Myers is a first baseman, and they're saying that Luke Voigt's obviously a DH first baseman, and Hosmer's mm-hmm. a first baseman, and Cronenworth's a first baseman. And what happens to Tatis? Where does he play? Uh, everything's kind of yeah. kind of crazy. But when you when you hear those any of those names out there, I mean, to me, the guy you want is Josh Bell from the Nationals. If you're going to bring a first baseman in, yeah, he should have been on the All Star team. But there's talks Michael Taylor from the from the Royals center fielder. The Yankees want him really bad. Uh, I've heard Wilson Contreras. We talked about that mm-hmm. the other day. But you need a closer, right? Yeah. Right, right now, you're concerned about closing games. Told you on day one. You think any chance, as we watch the Rockies Padres right now, any chance they could get a Daniel Bard? They could change and trade inside the division? Uh, I McArthur mean, 99 is 99. Yeah. I know he's like 38 years old, but right. he's a closer.
1: Yeah, I, I would look at, yeah, I mean, Bard, handful of guys that, could still be there, right? But, yeah, I mean, you, you are realizing right now with Rodgers that every night you're, you're asking for trouble. Yeah. The problem is, I mean, the Rockies got to him last night and got a couple of runs, and he got out of it.
0: His ERA is like 10 in his yeah, last five, five appearances.
1: Yeah, for the month. And it's, it's not going to work against good teams. And when you play the better teams in the division... You you gotta have just that guy in the ninth inning that's the hammer, yeah. Right for your team and for their team. And Dave, you cannot tell me there's any team in the National League right now that sees Rogers warming up and doesn't think we can get to this guy.
0: Yeah, you said it. You said it when they acquired him. You watched him all last there's year when he's on the Twins. The reason why
1: the Twins took Paddock and Pagan for him because yeah. he's a free agent at the end of the year. The Twins knew a that he was risky, and B, they weren't going to re-sign him. Yep. So they thought, well, we could take a chance on Pagan, and maybe he can close for us. And the Twins, for whatever reason, have loved Paddock for a long time, and they were like, we're getting rid of this guy anyways. It, it would be uh, it'd be like the Padres trading Will Myers. Yeah. Right? And, and Will Myers going somewhere and hitting five home runs. Uh, Let's say he went to Baltimore, right? Yeah. And Padres take a couple of arms, mid-range guys, for Myers. And Myers goes there, hits a few home runs, and everybody in Baltimore is like, oh, man. Oh, man, we stole this guy. What would everybody in San Diego say? They'd say, stand down. Give him a chance. He's going to break your heart. And it's exactly what the Padres are learning right now, yeah, so uh yeah I mean i I don't know man it's look you've got so many teams as you mentioned the other night, what happened lost our game um, you've so many teams that are in it that I don't know how many teams are going to be willing to draw or uh, willing to deal, but so you, you got to go out, I mean you got to go out. And and find a bat and find bullpen help. Now, Pierce Johnson and Pomeranz are supposed to be back in August. They're supposed to be back. Well, that would help. What but now you... Craig Stammen said the other day, if you saw the quote that he gave Kevin Acy, Craig Stammen said his hope is to pitch again this year.
0: Yeah. So, uh-huh. okay, so let me ask you, a guy like, uh, a guy like Blake Snell, uh-huh. all right? Any chance, let's say this trade was available. Would you trade Blake Snell and, let's say, someone else for Andrew Benetendi? Yes. I would, too. Yes. All-star. All-star. Yep.
1: Yeah. I, w- I And it would. also gives you payroll flexibility Yeah, to go out and do some things.
0: I- I'm with you on that. So, interesting thing today is uh, the Phillies did exactly what we were talking about last week with the Blue Jays, about the Blue Jays with their home field advantage. The Phillies had four guys that didn't play today and in the series – Wow. Against the Blue Jays. And the Phillies are one of those teams that's chasing a wild card spot. And you go, okay, well, the Blue Jays are a team. You might make it to the postseason to, mm-hmm. in the World Series. A lot of people picked the Blue Jays. Me. Did you pick? You did yeah. too? Most people did. They picked the Blue Jays in the World yeah. Series. And, of course, they've had some injuries. But you look at some of the guys that uh, for the for the Phillies that didn't play. Okay. And they lost today, by the way, 4-3. Okay. So they're a starting pitcher today. Kyle Gibson didn't play. Wow. Okay. JT Rimuto, the starting catcher, didn't play. Alec Baum, the starting third baseman, didn't play. And then you have Aaron Nola, Austin's brother, who who didn't play. And you say, shit, you know, that, that kind of sucks. Well, you, it's tough to make the postseason. I mean, so yeah. you don't want to tell people what to do with their bodies and it's your choice and you do whatever you want to do. But at the same time, man, if your team doesn't make it, when a guy like you has been vaccinated, okay, yeah. and your kids have been vaccinated and you think – hey, you aren't only putting yourself at risk you're putting other people at risk that this disease keeps going on over and over again. A little frustrating, I think, if you're yeah. a Phillies fan to go, fuck, we have four guys that refuse to to get vaccinated and they're going to go, fuck it. I think Rumuto said he turned down like $300,000 because of that's what his, uh, he would have been paid if he would have showed up to these games. Uh,
1: I don't know what's going to happen. Look, there's so many issues in Canada right now. Talking to friends that just got home from Montreal that were up there for the NHL draft. Friends that got up, went to the airport at three 30 in the morning to deal with security lines, getting in, barely made their flight by like 10 minutes. Yeah. Other issues in Toronto at Pearson airport that are going crazy. I mean, Dave, they the whole COVID and how to deal with COVID in Canada is a huge challenge so I don't know the the locals are freaking out yeah, because tourist money and others are being impacted. And so, yeah, for the Jays, man, I mean, I don't go back there. I go back middle of November, and I don't know what it'll be like. I got lucky when I came back last month because there was a guy, Ryan Whitney, for yep. hockey fans that does the Spitting Chiclets podcast, he got stuck in Pearson Airport for 19 hours. Oh my god! Couldn't get out. And the other problem that you're realizing right now are right like airlines are short pilots, short staff, so flights are getting canceled. Like all of it, man. I yeah, I don't I don't know what is going to happen with the Blue Jays or teams trying to get up there, teams trying to get out of there. Uh, it's pretty insane. Now, when you actually get there and you walk around, you go to restaurants or I went out to the ball game, had a great time. Nothing was shut down. But, man, trying to get in and around that border, woof, crazy right now. So, yeah, they, they're they're going to have to come up with some kind of plan because – the locals are getting incredibly frustrated.
0: I understand. I understand. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams? Dan Williams is the guy we talk about all the time when it comes to getting you out of debt. Dan's the guy that help you out with all your finances. So many people right now just cannot seem to figure out their finances, and one of those where it's not exactly your fault, as they would say, right? Right. It's not your fault. So many people fall into it, whether it's at age eighteen or it's at age thirty. How do you get out of it? How do you get rid of this stress? Dan's the guy to call to help you out. Don't be uh, proud. Make sure you call Dan. He can help you not only get you out of debt, but maybe if you're in the rental market, let's talk to him about getting your first home. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813.
1: Dave just mentioned it, and it, it really is the mindset. Don't feel like, hey, that's fine. I can work through this on my own. You can't. Everybody needs help, right? You need help. If you got a bad tooth, yep. you got a bad tire, right? Whatever the case may be. A friend of mine in Texas today, uh, dying in the heat, had a new air conditioner put in, had a, had a new refrigerator put in. Well, they go on and hire somebody to do it. So why wouldn't you hire somebody to help you get your finances in order? Uh, Dan Williams is that guy. And the borrow smart, repay smart theory works so well because it is very, very funny, Dave, how many different things I've recently changed. Ryan Garcia is fighting this weekend in L.A., really exciting young fighter. Maybe a year, year and a half ago, that would have been a fight me and my kids go to. But now you kind of look at it, you go, well, ends up being about 75 a ticket. Then you got to drive up there. Then you got to get food. You got to park. Ends up being about a $400 day, or we can just stay here and watch it on TV Yeah, he helps change the mindset so that you borrow smart and you repay smart. It not only helps with the impulse buys, but it helps as well get your credit in line so that if you need to buy a car or eventually you want to buy a house, You'll be ready to go. Give Dan a call, 858-688-6813. When it's
0: time to buy that home, don't forget about Brian Curry. He's, of course, a broker with Caldwell Banker, selling real estate all over San Diego County for almost 30 years. He's won the President's Elite Award with Caldwell Banker, top 1% internationally. Basically, he is the best in the business. Now, look, if you talk to him, he can also talk to you about What's going on as far as the real estate market, and which direction it is heading? So many people have that question. Is it going up? Is it going down? Or if you need somebody for property management, Brian does all that for you. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I
1: heard from a friend of mine that rented an apartment in Mission Valley, a two-bedroom apartment. This is absolutely true story. In Mission Valley, Dave, for 3700 a month. Wow. Now, the only way you're going to be able to rent an apartment for 3700 a month is if the person who owns the apartment or the property manager runs your credit and strongly believes that you can afford that money. And if you can afford 3700 a month for rent, then it's hard for me to believe that you can't afford a $3,500 a month mortgage where you're paying your own rent instead of somebody else's. It's unbelievable, yeah. and, and you could probably find a place in Mission Valley that you call your own condo, townhouse, whatever the case may be. It could be a fixer-up. Uh, let Brian Curry help you do that because if you're affording to pay 3700 a month in rent, by the time you're done, you've spent about 6000 if not more to pay somebody else's mortgage, not your own. Let Brian help you find the house for your dreams, the one that's right for your family. And If you're paying that kind of money month to month, you're just putting money in somebody else's pocket. That money should be staying in your pocket along with the deed to your new house.
0: Absolutely right. Taylor Made Pools, man, this weather is perfect for jumping in a pool. Right now, if you aren't in your own swimming pool, you got to get on Alan Taylor's schedule. 619-449-4452. Ask about available financing. The pool of your dreams is right there when you call that number. 619-449-4452. It's
1: funny how July feels like it's started to become like the end of April right? Yeah. Like end of April, start of May is when things would warm up and then it would kind of peak in July, maybe a little bit in August and then start to taper off, man. Right now it feels like it's just the beginning of the really, really hot weather. Saw a note this morning, our friend Elizabeth Alvarez had on social media, very, very hot week coming up. And so yeah, gas prices might be dropping to below six, but that's still a ton of money and you still have kids at home for a couple of weeks right now before going back to school so why not let them uh hang out and enjoy a tailor-made pool that's what you should be doing dave mentioned it financing is available so many different pools to fit the backyard uh can be the pool of your dreams in that backyard of yours Just give Alan and his team a call. Let them know that Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Absolutely. And don't forget about Kyle Fluger. Websites right there. You name it. He can help your business out. Look, there's always a way to do it a little bit better. Kyle's the best. Right now, let him take a look at your website. What can you do to make a little bit more money and what you're trying to do in your everyday work? 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. How
1: many times during the day do you find yourself maybe looking at a particular website saying, oh, And you you almost do the impulse buy online because it's so easy. They probably have your credit card number stored. Yeah. They have your shipping address stored, and it can be a button or two click, and all of a sudden an item that you may or may not necessarily need is on the way. Well, instead of letting them do it with somebody else's website, why not do it with your own website? Have Kyle check it out and see what can uh, be done to increase the bottom line, give Flugs a call, And see what can make your website the number one stop for so many people.
0: Here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going to go July 12th. All right. Brock Lesnar.
1: Oh, Brock Lesnar. This is, oh, that's a good one. Brock Lesnar. Is this one
0: you can do the math in your head?
1: No, unfortunately. I was trying to think of when he was in the NFL. I think it was about. I'm going to say he's uh, 39.
0: 45. Wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going to say 15 million. 28 million. Wow, he's
0: done well. Yeah, he's done really well. $28 million.
1: He was funny last night. Showed up on Monday Night Raw. A couple guys came in to start you know, messing with him.
0: He's just chucking guys yeah. all around. <laughs> Dude, he looked, if you were to ask him to list guys on the planet, I would have went nothing to do with. He might be number one.
1: But how about if that was your job? You just show up right to the war memorial.
0: (laughs) And what do you got got me on the list for?
1: Brock's just going to fling you around, throw you through the announce table. Be careful. You might land on that computer monitor. Great.
0: (laughs) Pretty good. All right, here we go. Bill Cosby. That old pervert. Uh... Say eighty-four. God dang, that's a pretty good guess. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Dude. I would not have guessed that old. He did good. I'm gonna say sixty million. Not even close. Really? Not even close. Three hundred? Four hundred million dollars. how do he make all his money? Solo pudding. Cosby Fuck. show. I have no idea. Did they even show oh, reruns of the Cosby yeah. show?
1: Oh yeah. Fuck am I thinking. And
0: the number one show on NBC forever. forever. Yeah. Richard Simmons. He's still alive. Still alive. Kind of just disappeared for the last 20 years. Let's say 71. 74. 80 million. 20 million dollars, it says. Wow. Still. I mean, Richard Simmons yeah. kind of strange that he just done. Yeah. Made enough with his dealer meals and I'm out. Yeah. The, the, Used to be on Stern all the time. All the time. Even Stern's like, what the hell happened? Yeah, where'd he go?
2: <laughs> you
0: know what's funny about that? You know, Stern always tells stories how Richard Simmons would go to his house all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if Richard Simmons showed up to your house on a regular uh, basis? God.
1: I or, don't know. Maybe off the air,
0: he's completely different, right? Yeah, but still, he's dressed the same. I mean, like, dolphin he always shorts. wore dolphin shorts. Like, dude, I don't want to see your ball sack. Tank top. <laughs> Sun's out. No guns out.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, last one. No longer with us. Milton Burl. Oh, boy.
1: How about that guy?
0: Yeah. 103. Okay, so he died in 2002. Is your guess 103?
1: Oh, no, shit. I think 2002, so that's 20 years ago. No, I'm going to say 111.
0: 114. Wow. That's what he would have been. Uh, time, Now, this is time of death. How much is it was worth at his time of death? 20 million. $2 million, it says.
1: Fuck, he had to have more than that. That's what it
0: says. 2 million bucks. Yeah.
1: You'd have more than that. I don't believe that.
0: Okay, I'm just saying. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Would you rather be a kid your whole life or an adult your whole life?
1: Oh, that's funny.
0: I think the question should be what age of a kid. Yeah, You know what I mean? You don't want to be an eight-year-old. No. You wouldn't mind being a 17-year-old.
1: Right, where you could drive. Yeah. And how old of an adult? You pick the age, I guess, for both.
0: Oh, I would do... uh I could do 26. Okay. <laughs>
1: right.
0: 26 was a good age. It was 26, that's before even KFMB.
1: Uh, Yeah, shit. Where was I? was at KSTO. Ron and Rogers show. God, that's Were crazy. you making
0: enough money where you didn't, weren't stressing out? Fuck no. Okay, so you want to go older than that.
1: No, but I mean, that was a fun age. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, probably 32.
0: Yeah, 32 I think is my best year. Yeah, 32 was good. Yeah, 32, it's funny you say that. I always think about that. I go, what was my best year? I'd say probably 32. Probably when I felt the best, career was going the right direction, the whole deal.
1: Yeah, that would work.
0: Okay, okay. do that. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Oh,
1: shit, that's really funny. You know, I watched that goddamn Deadliest Catch. Yeah. I love those guys. And I'm like, I I couldn't be a cameraman on there. (laughs) I couldn't do any of that. (laughs) Right, like I, but then, dude, I get claustrophobic. Yeah, being up there. Hey, Dave, look out over your right. You'll see a great shot of Venus. Hey, nobody fucking cares. <laughs> um, I'd I'd say the boat.
0: Yeah, well, I was saying, what if you're a diver? You know, like under the ocean. You know, uh, in the water, not man on, not from, from Atlantis? Whatever you know, you always watch those those movies where those guys are doing the deep sea diving.
1: Yeah, I could take that. I'm gonna say uh, in the I'm gonna say the boat. What are you saying?
0: I'm taking the ocean too. I, I have yeah. zero desire to of anything with space. Yeah, I never even look up at the sky at night. No. I can't even tell you the last time I looked at the moon. I don't mm. give a fuck.
1: Any of you heard of the Challenger? Yeah. <laughs> And somebody's like, anybody here at Titanic? (laughs) Fuck.
0: Yeah, no desire. No. No desire at all.
1: Uh, He's safe. Oh, wait. Let's see here. We're watching. Sorry, guys. Watching
0: Ruiz trying to steal third base. Might have got that hand.
1: I don't think he tagged him. Well, that's a good. Oh, here we go. Here's the angle. And he. Oh, right there, right? he's, He's out. Yeah, he's out.
0: Here's the deal also. Why do you steal third base with one out? I understand you put yeah. another guy at second base behind you, but I'm like, dude, you just killed it. You're going to score yeah. on a base hit anyway, from yeah. especially that guy.
1: Yeah, he flies. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs>
0: damn, All right. Damn it, Bob Melfin. We're two out. Damn it, Manny Williams, whoever he called that. All right. Would you rather work alone or in a group?
1: Oh, I like that too. Um, I love the group I got working with us. I'll take the group. Okay. It's much more fun.
0: I agree with you. I agree with that. All right, here we go. You mentioned on the show the other day that you only have three years left with your boys before they leave for college. Uh Uh-huh. Have you thought in your mind, how will you entertain yourself once your boys take off to college?
1: Oh, that's funny. I have not. Yeah. I have not. No, I don't know.
0: It's going to be a huge transition, maybe even more for you than it would be for your kids when they decide. Oh, completely. Especially if they leave, let's say, out of the city. Yeah. Well, either way, they're going to get friends. They're going to have college friends. Yeah, they're I mean, going it's going to
1: happen this year. Yeah. That's when it kicked in for me. Yeah, they're uh, going to PB
0: with you No. to bars hang. and shit.
1: No. And hanging out. Not going to buy. No. Um. Yeah, I haven't.
0: <laughs> You're going to buy. Yeah,
2: they're
1: not going to buy around, cheap little bastards. No, they won't do any of that shit.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right, so look, we're probably back. I'm guessing Monday. I'm I'm planning on going out of town this weekend, so I don't think I'm back on Sunday.
1: All right, yeah. Well, uh, I think that... What's Monday?
0: What's the damn date? Yeah. Um, 18th. 18th.
1: Yeah. Two shows next week, and then I'm gone for a week uh, in Atlantic City. Okay. And then we'll figure it out. But we can do two shows next week, and then maybe a show on Sunday. So we can maybe do Monday, Wednesday, Sunday. Okay. And then I'd be... uh, And then I'm gone for a week to Atlantic City. Good deal. All right. Give everybody a heads up. We'll see you then.
0: All right.